0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it's not your mama's Christian podcast. Brutal. Welcome, everybody, to the Christian podcast. Christian podcast doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host with the most Shane
1: and Eric. We can take it down, bing bang pow. What is that? I'm trying to think of like catchphrases. No, you have your thing. I don't have. You know it. what? That sounds like you're trying to be like me. I know that's the problem. So that one, that one didn't work then. No, right, I, I mean let me cross this out. I mean I don't think any right, of your catchphrases thing. have ever worked. I know. Well, I'm gonna. I'm, my goal in this podcast, the only goal, the only of this goal? podcast, is to think of a catchphrase that that works for you. Yeah. Well, so far, I guess that this podcast has been a failure. <laughs> yeah, I don't care point. how many people we get listening. I don't care how big it gets. If I can't figure out a catchphrase, then it's worthless. Then what me. was this all for? What was this all for? But
0: yeah. hey, uh, so so it finally happened, huh? You finally and
1: produced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You finally produced a boy, a son. Yep, a uh, son. Noah West Valenstein. For those of you that um, have been listening and, and know about. Uh, the fact that I had a kid on the way, he showed up um, last Monday. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, the day comes out on Tuesday. It was last Monday. And you know what's amazing? We still release a podcast on Tuesday. Yep. And guess and, and we, guess who we did all the work. I did all the work. <laughs> and I just had a son the day before. The <laughs> night before. Um, yeah, April 23rd, uh, Noah showed up. Um, it was we went to the hospital around like 11 or 12. Uh-huh. Uh, it's your third kid, so it's always a little different. Um, it's a little faster. Scared that third baby's kid. gonna
0: come before you get that epidural. So, well. If, just, you, if you go, if you want to. Yeah, get we
1: really, the, the induced date. Which I would. <laughs> oh, why would you not? <laughs> the induced date was Wednesday. Um, his due date was Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, Monday, two days late. And she was starting to feel like consistent contractions. Uh, so these who don't have kids, that's kind of a sign. Normally, they get worse and worse. But when it's your third kid, it can happen so quick. Mm-hmm. So we called the hospital and we really wanted to be done like asap yeah. we didn't want to wait till wednesday so so
0: erica really wanted to be done
1: we both did I'll, stop, I'll explain stop being
0: pregnant i'll
1: explain why i wanted it to be done <laughs> yeah. in a sec um so i so we eventually get to the hospital and then we were worried that they'd send us home because with our second kid they sent us home they, yeah they, they sent you home yeah right yeah so like sometimes the it's process the worst. it's like the pro- you just want to get it done with yeah you have all your bags you have everything ready to go and for us we had we had Brooklyn Savannah at home so we had to have somebody come over to watch them. We got that all figured out. We were there and they checked that she wasn't as dilated as she was supposed to be and something like that. So the doctor started giving his speech like, oh, crap. He's going to send us home. Yeah. I can feel it. He said, all right. We got, here's your options. You can walk around here for an hour and hope it starts. Mm-hmm. we Or we can send you home. I was like, oh, no. This is not going to happen. I said, or we can just get this show on the road, basically. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. Yeah. We'll walk around for an hour and then let's start it. Yeah. So um, luckily 8 o'clock my wife started pushing at eight o five. Noah uh-huh. was there; like yeah. it was so, so, so fast. Uh, but yeah, it's, that it's, sounds awesome because yeah.
0: Lauren pushed for almost three hours. I know.
1: Well, that I mean, the third kid's a little different too, but that's semi-normal
0: yeah. Yeah. hours. Um, and you know what's really funny? The same doctor who delivered
1: Noah also delivered Camden. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yep. But yeah, so so Noah's here. He's a pretty easy kid so far. He just eats, and he he, he only cries when he's hungry. That's it. If yeah. he's not hungry, then he just either sleeps or just chills. So, um, so far so good. We we sleep. I sleep better at night than my <laughs> wife does because she has to feed. But yeah, um, I get up and like change him. But it is know, a weird thing when being
0: the husband and that. that now no, I'm not trying to say that it's harder by any means. It's just strange in the middle of the night when like there's only so much that I can do to help. Yeah, you know, like the, when it's time for the baby to eat. Uh, there's nothing that I'm gonna be able to do yeah. so so it's like you kind of feel guilty uh sleeping yeah.
1: but at the same time but, So that's why I changed his diaper But at the same
0: time why do two of us need to be yeah. if
1: if I, if I can't help at all I'm gonna watch you um, but my, that well terrible.
0: <laughs> all the women are like you guys are the
1: worst well I I that's why I changed his diaper in the middle yeah of the night. I do that too so to kind of wake him mm. up so and I, and I never complain. Because I know that <laughs> no, she's <won't> you dare. Because <laughs> no. every and every night I feel back. Every every morning I wake up, I was like, "He seemed pretty good last night." Yeah. And she was like, "Because you weren't awake for any of it." Yeah. I was beating him. I was like, "Oh, we won that." But uh, he's he's pretty good. But the reason I did not want to wait until Wednesday, yeah, because if you have a kid on Wednesday, you're not going to leave the hospital until like Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Which, um, me
0: personally, those like two days in the hospital, Tuesday oh, was rough. Terrible. Yeah, I just
1: sat. Sat there oh. and it's all about Erica, so whatever yes. Erica wants, and she didn't really care about watching TV, right? So we didn't turn the TV on once all day on Tuesday. And we, so what'd you do? Just look at each other? Yep, <laughs> no. Um, I like have my laptop, I did work, I uploaded the podcast <laughs> because you couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, for you, no you know what? You actually have plenty of time <laughs> when you're in. What did, what did she do? Slept. Oh. or fed like that's that's kind of what, yeah. what she did most at. but then we had visitors. yeah it's like it's like giving a, yeah it's like how, what'd you do going into labor takes yeah. a lot out of you or yeah, something yeah come on <laughs> um, uh, but the reason why I wanted Noah to be here before Wednesday is because Avengers came out and we had tickets on Thursday yeah tickets that we bought like a month in advance yeah and, the very first showing that we could go yeah. to yeah and um, so I really wanted to see that <laughs> I mentioned that to Erica once oh and you're still alive yeah <laughs> So I did it as a joke but well, just, she knew that that we had these tickets. Yeah, yeah. So it was before it was like a week before and we the New said oh, then do state's Wednesday said okay, I really hope. She was like I really hope it doesn't happen on Wednesday. I hope it happens Monday, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said me too because Avengers on Thursday I really want to go. <laughs> and I was trying to say it in a joke way. She's like I I can't believe you just texted that. I was like I was just joking. <laughs> and then cuz I know she has a lot to go through and then the fact that I but my my wife is a rock star. She still let me go surprisingly, uh-huh. um, even though I we just got back from the hospital Wednesday. But um, yeah, Avengers for those of you who have seen, it, we're not giving anything away. It was awesome though. Yes, if if you haven't seen it, go see it. Yes. Yeah. Like, because it'll be
0: ruined if you don't see it. I'm soon. sure it already was ruined. Yeah, I, but we saw, like I said, the very first showing, and we went with our friend Frank. Um, and uh, it he was, does he, all the music for, yeah, for and he already knew the ending. Yeah, and it was the it was, first showing. <laughs> it was it was ruined for him too. He, he was just like on Facebook scrolling. And uh, just one of the things that popped up was Avengers, and the first comment was the ending. Yeah,
1: and he was like, "What?
0: Yeah, yeah, was why so would you write
1: mad? that? That person there's there's a special place in hell for the people like that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Seriously, if
0: you before the those, movie's out, yeah, I, like I I hear some people make the argument like in TV shows where it's like, okay, you get a day or a couple days to see the show, and then you know what? It's on you. Yeah, I, I still that. don't agree with no, it. No, I get that but i mean i understand a little more but st- to me because i don't have the opportunity to watch everything immediately when it comes out thank goodness for dvr what we, remember the days when we would have to like record a show on uh, actual vhs yeah, yeah, yeah. cassette anyways so we don't have to do that anymore so there's sometimes where i'll record a show and and i can't watch it for a week later
1: maybe yep. even longer so it just it life happens. But I will for certain shows that I know are extra spoiler related. Yeah. I make sure I watch those yeah. because of that. You know that everybody's going to talk yeah. about it. So the shows that aren't that people aren't talking about as much. I- I'll wait you a while wait. to watch. Uh, movies. I think you need to give it a weekend at least. At but, least. But I see the articles a lot. And like. Like, what happened to blank or yeah. and like, okay, obviously someone something bad happened to somebody. I know like it's, it's like ridiculous. what even that is giving stuff away. Yeah. So I, I hate that. But yeah, even we're kind of giving stuff away, aren't we? A little bit, the we way did. we're talking about this. No. <laughs> I I don't know. How? I don't just you are kinda of like, yeah, if don't if you didn't hear the ending, then don't go on Facebook, Go we get ruined like so well, obviously something big happens at the end. Yeah, but obviously
0: now now you're making it worse. But obviously, <laughs> yeah, Obviously, we all knew that something was going to happen at the end that was going to be pretty big. I mean, this is like a movie that has been 10 years in the making, even longer in the making. Do you think that they're just going to end it and just be like, oh, yeah, that's, there's nothing I to did, talk about? I
1: had a feeling how it was going to end, but yeah. I'm just saying, whatever. Um, anyways, yeah, go see Avengers. It was great. I actually kind of want to see it again. You, Yeah, I do, too. But you know that it... It. I have three kids. I don't know how many am that. <laughs> I really want to see it once.
0: Obviously, this isn't surprising, but it made the most money ever, ever yeah. in the history of any movie yeah. ever. Makes like sense. $650 million in the first weekend yeah, worldwide. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, and do you know what's number two? Black Panther,
1: no. Oh. globally. Oh, Star Wars, no. Jurassic Park, no. Dark Knight, no. Jaws, no. <laughs> Jaws <laughs> with inflation. <laughs> Fast and Furious Seven. No, it's not. It <laughs> It is.
0: Haven't I mean, that many people saw Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious Seven. Uh, not even the, There was an. That's what one right? where,
1: where did, um, Paul Walker. Paul died. Walker. That's why. That's
0: why. why. Well, I, but it was that one had a bigger draw. Internationally than domestically. Oh. So this this one. Fast and the
1: Furious. I know. I, I saw. It. I was like, really? <laughs> Fast and the Furious Seven. Well, I haven't seen. I think I only saw the first one. Yeah, I know.
0: I, a lot of people love those movies. I have zero interest in them. Yeah. But then a lot of people are probably what? like. Yeah, I have zero interest in superhero movies. Obviously not a and, lot of people because a lot of people went and saw it this weekend. And if that is you, then we can't be friends.
1: Yeah. Why? Why don't? Why don't you like fun? Yeah. Why are you like, so? Against- oh, you're so intellectual. Yeah, yeah. I'm so above superhero movies. Like, yeah, no, no, no. You can have fun too. Did you see here?
0: Uh, James Cameron came out and he was complaining yeah, yeah, about yeah. superhero. And every big time like director that has not done a superhero movie complains about them. And it's like, oh, well,
1: you're too good. You know what? Um, not a lot of people gonna know this guy, but uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is yeah. one of my favorite directors. He directed like. Movies that no one's seen probably. There will nah, be blood, Magnolia, something like that. That's some good movies. I know, great. No, he just did, uh, those are my favorite movies. What was it? The Phantom Thread. I didn't see it. Yeah, I wanted to see it, but he he and he does really intellectual type movies. Mm-hmm. And they someone asked him about it, and he said. Um, I I just enjoy him. I don't yeah. know why I have on him. I just yeah. like I mean, there's fun. You just go and have fun. Right. Not, right. You don't have to think. I don't want movies I always have to think a lot about. And um, uh, but it was funny because I, I think we got on a
0: superhero talk and everybody's <laughs> yeah. gonna be so mad. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> last thing that we'll say about it, James Cameron, he was complaining about these superhero movies. And if you don't know what James Cameron is, he directed Titanic. He uh, directed he, Avatar yeah. so like he compl- thirty years ago, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, right. He sequel has been supposed to be coming out forever. But he complained about oh yeah, well, one of these superhero movies ever gonna end. And James Cameron has like twenty Avatar yeah. movies coming out, yeah. so everyone's like, "What?" You are complaining out. about <laughs> about these superhero movies when you made Avatar, yeah. and you are going to release like you have, there are five more already greenlit. So yeah. it does. does and it's, and it's been ten years since it's yeah, anything's happened. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's get to this has nothing to do with. Hey, all let's we're talking not about dilly today. dally. <laughs> Stop saying <laughs>
1: that. <laughs> There's my cat Um Let Let's not let's not focus too much on this stuff. Let's talk about the topic at hand. Something yeah. that. Um, you didn't actually realize it was a controversy that I yeah. heard about the past week or two, um, and it's about a worship song. Mm-hmm. Um, this worship song, a lot of you, if you are in church culture, you've probably heard this song. It is a song called Reckless Love. It is by um, Corey, what's his name? I know it's Corey Bethel. Asbury. Yeah, I know it's Bethel music. Um, if you don't know it, uh, the chorus goes like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, the me.
0: overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. Right, that's enough. Oh, it oh, God. chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the nine to nine. I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never ending. Reckless love of
1: God. Yeah. Okay, we're done with that. Yep. Um, I was hoping you'd only sing a line. Nope. Not the whole chorus. Hey, um, you asked for the chorus, so I gave you the chorus. That song is like probably the most popular. Number one. Or, is
0: it? Yeah, number um, one on uh, for a Christian airplay. It's, I'm looking at an article that was written April 24th. Yeah, so, so that recently.
1: Was, yeah, it was last week. Um yeah, so it's it's very popular song. If you have not heard it um yet then
0: where you must go to a really old school church, I guess. I don't know where have you been. Honestly, honestly um I did not really know the song and uh, Hillary our friend texted me recently who comes to our church as well. She used to live with us. And um and she said, "Hey, tell tell Anthony who is our worship leader to sing Reckless Love." I was
1: like, "I don't even know that song." She texted me like, I don't know, a couple months ago maybe. Well, that's, it was brand new at that point. Yeah, almost. yeah. Maybe um, like a month ago. Actually I remember the first time I heard it was a month ago. I played it for at a church I was at. Um, and I was like, I never heard of the song. And then played it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Are um, you already sick of it? I'm not yet. But I know it's coming. Like, it's getting there. It's it's definitely going to get there. I'm enjoying it right now. Like, Oceans was one that mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really enjoying this. But I know I'm going to get sick of this song. Oceans
0: lasted longer
1: than most Yeah, of. I actually am still not that sick of it. Uh, but I can... How, how He Loves I Liked at first, and now I look back like, how did I like that song? It's so, <laughs> oh, it gets so old now. Yeah. Um, but I know it's going to get that way for me because I was even telling Erica about this today. is um, In a two-week time period, I heard this song five times because mm-hmm. I we were at um, a big conference. They played it a couple times there. I played at a church that Sunday morning the week before I played at yeah. another church. Like I literally heard it a bunch. And when, I, when you play at a church, for those of you that are in worship bands or have been in worship bands, you know this, you listen to the song during the week a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Then you got to practice it a bunch of times. And by the time the congregation hears it for the first time, you've heard it seven times. Yeah. So in a two-week time period, I probably heard the song 15 to 20 times. Just from listening to it for practice, for practicing it, and actual at, at places. So I was like, man, I still like it, but man, it's going to get old quick. But there's a big controversy over the lyrics of this song, Reckless Love. And basically, it's it's in the title. Uh, it's about calling God's love reckless. That's yeah. the big controversy that is going on. A lot of people are saying that is not theologically correct, because how is God reckless or God's love recu- Reckless. And they talk about the definition, basically, of the word reckless. And here's... I'll give you just the definition of it uh, so you can kind of figure it out for yourself. Reckless is an adjective that is says without thinking or caring about the consequences of an action. So rash, careless, thoughtless, headless, so-and-so. Um, headless. <laughs> headless. I mean, that just... No, oh, heedless. <laughs> yeah, I I'm like, glad, headless? I'm glad we're giving our <laughs> our educated opinions on this when I gave well, it to heedless.
0: I was trying to put that together. It's like, headless.
1: So um, the controversy is that the song is describing God's love as reckless. So let me, I know Shane sang, I guess you can call it singing, sang the <laughs> course, but let me just t- I'll read the lyrics to you where it kind of talks about that. It says, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Mm -hmm. So that's the part that a lot of people are... Kind of upset about reckless. The love. word,
0: the word reckless, yeah. is, is the is the issue for a lot of people.
1: So I mean, let's just take one of these words. Uh, careless is another is a synonym for for reckless, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine if it said, "Oh, the overwhelming, never ending, careless love of God." That feels weird. That feels weird. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the contrast. So um, Shane, would you like to talk about what what you feel yeah. so far? Yeah,
0: uh, there's a really good article by Christianity Today. That, that talks about this, and it talks to a bunch of different um, theologians and, and worship experts uh, about the theology involved with with this song. And really, that's this is something that, that we don't think about or talk about enough when it comes to the songs that we sing on a Sunday morning is the theology that goes along with it, and I'm just as guilty as anybody as a, as a lead pastor. It's not very often where I'm like, okay, theologically, how does this line up? Is this accurate? Is this correct? You know, whatever it may be. Um, and I'm not saying... Now, this this can be this can kind of get out of hand sometimes because then we can become so nitpicky that we lose um, the freedom of a person to write a song you know and and people can be so concerned about oh no this is going to be torn about t- torn apart theologically but we should think about theology just like in the same way when I'm giving a sermon I'm not just up there saying whatever I want that that isn't theologically correct mm-hmm. but sometimes you may you know, to tell a story or try to relate a story in your life to to what you were trying to communicate. Or you'll take a Bible passage
1: and like make mm-hmm. like almost like the message did. Like yeah, it's a paraphrase. It yeah, yeah, paraphrase it and, uh, in a way that is easier to understand, or in a way that you're trying to make it fit
0: into the theme. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, that that happens. Yeah, uh, and we should always be on our guard against compromising the integrity of God and the integrity of The scripture as well, um, whenever we are doing those sort of things. But anyways, so when it comes to the word reckless love, uh, this Christianity Today article talks about how reckless can be interpreted one of a couple ways. It it all depends on how you look at this word reckless. If you go by the literal definition of it, uh, being careless and doing something that is almost endangering, uh, where you're not giving enough thought into it, um, that's one way to look at it. Or the other way is this sort of love that god shows us really does not make sense like why would he do the things that why would he send his son to die for us why would he why would why would he leave the 99 to find us you know and that in this article one theologian talks about the 99 where it said when a shepherd would leave 99 sheep or, or not necessarily that number but but when a shepherd would leave sheep to find one specific sheep they wouldn't just leave them alone they would leave them with another shepherd. They would they would leave them still taken care of. Just like if one of your kids, if if Brooklyn ran away, mm-hmm. you would not leave Savannah and Noah just at home and just say, "Okay, I got to go and find Brooklyn." You know what I mean? Like you would say, "Hey, Shane, come over here. Stay with Savannah and Noah, so I can go find Brooklyn." That's the same same thing, and that's a responsible yet almost reckless sort of love where you're willing to risk anything to go find Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. as well as take care of everybody else mm-hmm. so th- it's important to to look at it in in that way I mean when it comes down to it me personally I don't really have a problem with this word reckless in this situation because God did everything to pursue people mm-hmm. and uh so much so to the fact where he sacrificed his own son for the for for his glory so that we then could know him and have a relationship with him
1: mm-hmm. I I I think that the big thing about this, it's making a mountain out of a molehill, really. Mm -hmm. It's making a really big deal and being really legalistic when you're saying, well, the way this word doesn't accurately describe, it's not... If you can think of a reason why, then it's enough Mm -hmm. to me where it's like, let people be creative. (laughs) Let people have some kind of freedom to write it the way they want to write it. And if you don't agree with your church, and don't play it. Like... But to tell someone that, hey, you can't write this way, you can't write this feeling. It's like let people be creative. If not, we're all going to be the same crap that is put out in a lot mm-hmm. of places. That's just recycled stuff all the time. So that that's my that's where I like to lean. I get like if I try to put careless there, which is another synonym, then it feels like ah, it feels weird. But the what he's trying to talk about is pervenient grace is what he's really yeah. talking about. And what pervenient grace is, it's not just grace that we get for, through Jesus, it's the grace that came before. So it's even before you um, turned your life to Christ, you had God's grace. Mm-hmm. It was always pursuing you. It's only because of God's grace that you can say yes or no to God. Mm-hmm. That's what pervenient grace is, and that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Just like the 99, even if you're being responsible, a 99% on a test is great, right? Yeah. So, But Jesus tells that story when when the when the Pharisees say, why does he eat, eat with sinners, drink with sinners, he says, well, uh, doesn't the shepherd leave his nine-nine to find the one? Like, that's the worst shepherd. That's the worst business person ever, if that's what they do. Um, doesn't the woman get searched her whole house for the one coin when she has nine more? Like, why? It's just, it's a dollar. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so when you think of it that way, it's like that that kind of love doesn't make sense. And the fact that God sent his son in, in, in the way that he did to be crucified, a terrible death for the chance that you will turn to him and most people will not Mm -hmm. sounds crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. So when you think of it that way, yeah, that sounds reckless. That sounds like, man, you're doing all that. Like why that's giving up too much. That's doing too much. And that's the point. Mm -hmm. It it is too much. It's like, but God did that for us. That shows how much of love he has. So I don't, I'm okay with the description of, of reckless when you think of it in that way. And it, he makes it clear that you're talking about it that way because the very next verse says leaves the 99. It's mm-hmm. referring to the 99 sheep. It's mm-hmm. referring to the parable of the lost son. It's it's referring to all that. So that's my big thing. I I have heard a couple arguments um, for keeping, the, keeping it that doesn't really make sense. One I heard was um, Paul calls the cross um foolish mm-hmm. uh, and they're referring to 1 Corinthians 1:18 says well if Paul can say that the cross is foolish and foolish, in foolish yeah. another word for for reckless which That's yes technically he but here's what he says he says for for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved is yeah. the power of god so so, so people just he's not really <laughs> twisted that yeah that which w- what's funny to me is people twisted that verse in order yeah. for the argument that <laughs> other people are twisting that that word yeah
0: it makes no sense to twist <laughs> scripture to go against other things. To it, it just sometimes people are just stupid.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's really that big a deal, honestly. Yeah. And I don't think most people care about it all that much. But I, I do like the that people are, like to be honest. I didn't think twice about it until I saw an article. Yeah, I would just sing it. Yeah, and I was like, because it's words. Yeah, and, and I've i found a way to worship, especially with the leaving nine nine part, cause uh-huh. that's kind of like my the pro the. The prodigal son story is my favorite story in the Bible. So when anything that reminds me of that and, mm-hmm. per, and and grace, I love it. Um, so I just went, and then when someone said, it, "I was like, oh, I guess I should think about <laughs> the words that I'm saying a little yeah, more." Yeah, that. yeah.
0: But but like, and you're you're right with the, with the prodigal son because the the love that the father shows to that son, there, a lot of people would describe that as reckless. Yeah. It's like man this kid took advantage of you he took all of your all of your inheritance he completely left you high and dry and you're sitting there waiting for him to come back that's reckless.
1: Yeah, if you thought about what that son did to you, right. you would not respond that way. You yeah. would make him work. You would make him yeah. do this. You'd and, make him earn it back. And that's what most of us would say, yeah, that's the appropriate
0: thing to do because now you're just enabling if you allow this person to come. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, what if you let the prodigal son back after he did all that and you give him all this stuff and then he does it again? Yeah. Think about the consequences right, or, right. where being reckless is Thi- without thinking or caring about the consequences of your action, yeah. so I'm going to show you this love, no matter what you do. Yeah, I'm going to show yeah. this love to you. And no that's matter the what message of
0: Jesus Christ all the time. No matter no matter how many mistakes we've made, no matter how many times we've fallen short, Jesus still shows love, grace, mercy to us in in every situation. Doesn't mean that there aren't consequences to the decisions that me- that we make. But it means that God's love is always there and available to us as long as we're on this earth. So it, it's really important. But the other thing to think about is, uh, and I would imagine that if if you heard the song and had an issue with this word "reckless" or the theology behind it, then you would also have issue with other songs, like for example, the "Furious" by uh, uh, Jeremy Riddle. Is it? Or was it Jamie Camp? <laughs>
1: it's, it's one thought of the Jeremy. It, it was Phil Wickham. No. He oh, he just Furies. did. Oh, well. When uh, someone writes it, then everyone makes money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> one
0: person writes a song, then all those. Words, yeah, they are. So but I think it was. I thought it was Jeremy Riddle, but I may be wrong. It could sure, be let's say it. It's one of the Jeremys. I know that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, the song Furious talking about the furious love of God, and a lot of people have an issue with that, and that's a weird word to describe love. Like I would not describe my love for my wife or my daughter as furious. Yeah. You know that I I've never once used that to describe how I love something. Um, or if, if you really want to go back in time, and I know people love their hymns, like, hey, don't touch my hymns, if you want to talk about theology in Christ Alone, which is maybe my favorite hymn, I love this song. Yeah. I love the, 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 a lot of the words that go behind it, but one of the lines is uh, how the wrath of God was satisfied. That's a that's a strange thing to say. Yeah, and um, some people would say no, that lines up theologically. And Other people would say no, it doesn't. So it, it, you know, there's there's and a lot of people change that line to instead of the wrath of God was satisfied, they change
1: it to the love of God was magnified. Um, but I love when people change lyrics. By yeah, the way, yeah. I absolutely it's my favorite thing that people can do is take a song yeah. that they don't like the lyric and they change that they it. They didn't write. No, no, I like even better. <laughs> If you take a secular song uh-huh. and then you make it a Christian song, that's oh, the best. Oh I love that goodness. so much. There's nothing more creative than just taking it and making it about Jesus when it was really about like sex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what? That is uh, obviously people know that you're being sarcastic. That seriously is one of my biggest. Pet I hate opinions. it. Yeah. I oh, whenever I'm at a church or a conference where they sing like, I don't know, Happy from Pharrell, because it's always a song that is at least. Six years old, yeah. You know, in the in the in the secular world, they
1: don't do a, a relevant song,
0: and they do like happy and about how Jesus makes us happy. Oh
1: goodness, that's so. I terrible. don't mind if you do covers, but don't change a single lyric.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you want to do a cover, that's fine. I yeah. still, it's not my favorite. If, but if,
1: if the song cusses, just don't say that word or change that. I get that. Yeah. But yeah, no. I hate when someone takes it and makes it a Christian version. If of we it. want to get
0: rid of this idea that Christians are corny, stop doing that. You know, please.
1: You know who loves to to take. Songs to make it Christian. Who? Westboro Baptist. Church. Oh, I know. I know. That is so <laughs> they be, funny. They will, they will close with one of those songs, but they make oh, they look they, so
0: they're, bad. They're
1: really bad. They're
0: all on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> they did happy. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't remember. But exactly. it's more about like everyone else burning in hell yeah. forever and ever than oh, it is. <laughs> it
0: is so bad. Um, anyways, but so. Uh, and a, a, a big song that everybody always talks about that is, is a little bit more recent is "How He Loves." Yeah, um, and how that—that's the, that was a line where I remember a lot of people talking about yeah. whether you say whether you're, if you're on team sloppy yeah. wet kiss or team un, unforeseen kiss. So what's kiss.
1: what's the main lyric? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the bridge now. Oh, I don't remember. It's so hard. I've been singing so many songs. <laughs> my head. Oh, how he loves. Love <laughs> uh, should we? Should we just look up the lyrics? Yeah, look up the lyrics. Um, yeah. The reason why I really don't like the song, by the way, why? You're what? How he loves. Laird? Yeah, is because um, this became every worship team has like a song that like yeah. if you run out of time of practice, I like, just throw that in there. Ours was how he loves, and we played it so much, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's so old. But what's the bridge? It's. And we are His portion, and He is
0: our prize. Drawn to redemption by the grace in His eyes. If grace is an ocean, we're all sinking. And heaven meets earth like a sloppy, wet kiss.
1: Heaven meets earth like a sloppy, wet kiss. Or and
0: my heart, and my heart turns violently inside, inside of my, my chest. chest.
1: Don't. Have and I don't time. have the time to maintain these. Aggressive <laughs> think about the way
0: that He loves Yes. Anyway, so if you like unforeseen kiss, then I would imagine that you wear a suit to church. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 now that I would imagine that's a joke. I would imagine that uh, that you just feel weird about saying sloppy wet kiss. Yeah, and obviously, theologically, that seems weird. Yep, to to say sloppy wet kiss.
1: But it's it's a it's an artist mm-hmm. being creative and yeah. using their God given talent of creativity. Yeah. To write a song about. And this this particular guy who wrote it, I don't even know the name because I'm... Just John Mark,
0: Mark Millen. It. Oh, is that who wrote it? Yeah. Because um, David Crowder is the one who like... That's the one that everyone... Ma- is making a lot of money off
1: yeah. of now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: everybody th- almost thinks that he wrote it because it's <laughs> ridiculous. Anyways, so... um, But uh, yeah, John who? I think it's John Mark Millen, isn't it? Maybe. I have no idea. So anyways, that, that, whoever wrote yeah, it... John Mark
1: Millen. You don't um, know John Mark Millen?
0: No, not really. McMillan. Um, So he said that... When he wrote that line, Heaven meets Earth like a sloppy wet kiss, because that's the original line. Um, he was thinking about his love for his son or his daughter, mm-hmm. and when he comes home from work or when they're when he sees their kids and they come up and they give him just a sloppy wet kiss, you know. And if you're a parent, you know you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Every time a kid comes up and kisses you, it's a sloppy wet. kiss. Yeah, mine's kiss. all.
1: My kids are always snotty.
0: Yeah, yeah. All over me, and it's not. And some people almost took it as like sexual, and yeah. it's not meant to be that way that's on all. them that's that, on their
1: perverted mind yeah
0: but a sloppy wet kiss makes sense to me being a dad it's like when camden comes up and kisses me it's like ah, oh, just slobbery sloppy wet kiss but the love that is shown there is something that is really cool yeah so i personally don't have a problem with sloppy wet kiss and that's why he wrote it but if
1: you do then fine just think unforeseen kiss doesn't bother me yeah if it, if you, if it really is something you cannot get around for mm-hmm. some reason then fine then, then don't sing it, or if Reckless Love, just don't sing that line yeah. then. But you know what we've done as a, as a Christian community now is
0: making a big deal about these little words or these little lines that now, no matter what you sing, if you change it to Unforeseen Kiss... Even when it comes, every anytime I hear a worship song yeah, sing too. now the only the only thing I'm thinking is oh which during, one are they going to sing during how say? he loves yeah yeah during how he loves which one of the which one are they, they going to say they're going to sing sloppy white kiss or unforeseen kiss and now do you know what that means I'm no longer focusing on worshiping God I'm focusing on what word or what line they're going to say yeah and it, and that drives me crazy and now with reckless love you know you're not you can't change that word yeah. because that is the song so it's either you're going to sing that song or not, or sing, not that sing that song, song. yeah um, it, so it's
1: not as bad there but it, we have we if there's a song that's really like Theologically incorrect, then mm-hmm. I guess we should make a big deal about it. But oh, we should, yeah, not I guess if, if it I'm is. I'm just really... trying to think of one that that's come across that's like super theologically incorrect. But but to me, most of the time, it's where we're making a huge deal out of something so small mm-hmm. like this reckless love, and even us talking about it and us breaking it down even more makes me even honestly like the lyric even more. Yeah, yeah. thinking about like how how crazy it is that God came and how much He loves us is. In, in mental terms, doesn't make sense. Yeah. I know a lot of people talk about songs, especially like this one or even Oceans where we're singing about us yeah, and I yeah. get that, where worship maybe should be more singing about him but that's getting really legalistic and, I, and legalism like yeah. really kills. So... Um, and that's what the Pharisees were all about. Mm-hmm. So I hate when we start taking, we can't say this reckless love when somebody was like, man, I really used to like to worship me. now I can't, I was re- really felt close to God yeah. with that lyric. But now you tell me I can't feel yeah. close to God yeah. through that lyric right. when it's really not theologically incorrect. I understand if you look at just the definition of reckless, but in the same way that we can't just look at Bible verses or passes mm-hmm. and just as it is, we have to look at the context and who they're talking to in order to truly understand what God's trying to say to us. At the same time, if it's a re- lyric like that, we should really look deeper like, hey, well, what is the original author intending? Is And when you find that out or you find out the sloppy with kiss, then all of a sudden it takes a song that can't, a lyric that can be considered controversial and be like, oh, that actually is deeper and it's more beautiful than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. way we do it with our Bible verses. So, um, that's really what we should be doing. So, if, what what I'm saying is, if you like the the lyric "reckless love of God," you. like like I do, then then worship through it. And if you really don't like it, then just don't sing that part. But mm-hmm. don't make a big deal. Don't make people feel bad because they're not doing anything wrong. It's not it's not um, theologically incorrect. I understand well, the, the, if you look at it a certain way, it can yeah, be. Yeah. So well,
0: let's ask the question then: What is the negative to reckless love? Like, what if 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 this is if you have the stance of, of this, we should theologically, it's not accurate. I'm not comfortable singing this. What is the negative that comes from it? It, it, it? I guess people would say that the view of God or the character of God is not accurate.
1: Like God, well, God is not. He would say God. People would say God is not reckless. as in. He is very intentional in the way he comes yeah. out. He's very consistent. He's very. He pursues us. Yeah. But he's not careless by any means. He's not mm-hmm. doing it without knowing. Mm-hmm. He's he's knows what he's doing. Yeah. So it's it's getting the idea of. God is just doing stuff and not knowing what he's doing. Whatever is is some of the stuff I've heard. What have you? And yeah, that's 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 what I've heard too. But what I'm asking is like, what is say that
0: um, if if you feel okay, this is really wrong. What is going to happen by people listening to it? Is it is it just that their character that their view of God is going to be warped and twisted? Um, I'm really that's really just a question that I'm asking, and and that is a big deal. I'm not I'm not saying that that isn't a big deal. I think that we should think about how we view God because if we don't view God through the proper lens, then we won't be able to know God uh, as well as we could possibly know Him. You know, yeah. So we should always think about the character of God. Um, I just don't know if Reckless specifically completely twists and alters that character of God.
1: Yeah. Um, like here's a um, an article from Andrew K. Uh, Gabriel, okay. um, Pentecostal charismatic theologian. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about god's love and the title of the of the article says god's love is not reckless contrary to what you might sing so pretty clear on what stance he does yeah um, so he talks about he searched the meaning of reckless and talked about we already talked about what what the meaning of is of it is um, he says i don't think too many christians would like to say that god is careless or that god's love doesn't care about consequence instead god loves us with the clear and thoughtful intention that whoever that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John three sixteen. Some people try not try to make a distinction between God saying, between saying God's love is reckless versus saying God is reckless, but that's a meaningless dis- distinction. Theologians rightfully suggest that you can't separate God and his attributes or to use more biblical language. God is love. Mm-hmm. So then he talks about the 99 and he kind of goes down from there, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Ultimately, like I, 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 do agree with you that I think that it's we're making it a bigger deal
1: than and it, it might go be. from our mm-hmm. th- our theological beliefs when it comes to being um, more holiness Wesleyan mm-hmm. type where um, we are big on prevenient grace, we're big on um, um, free will and yeah. stuff where like more Calvinist belief would we'll think that. Um, the, the kind of the, some of the opposite of that and we yeah. don't have time to get into that and, and there we understand why people think that way mm-hmm. so we are obviously coming from that view yeah. so when you hear a song that really is talking about provenient grace being from a wesleyan background yeah and it things, clicks with me it clicks with us yeah. a lot a lot more than maybe someone that comes from a calvinist background it probably didn't click with them as much um but i don't i wouldn't say that a song that has more calvinist views is not theological either i just might not agree with it yeah like i don't agree with the predestination but I don't, i'm not saying it's not theological because there are there is proof of that yep. so if that that's my my main thing is and people it's not a song that is saying anything anything wrong to me at all and even if you do think it is like you need to be able to see the background of it and um let people worship because they're mm-hmm. not they're not Worshipping, they're not un, misunderstanding God's characteristics to me. In yeah. fact, I think when you really learn more about this, the lyric, then you're, then you're enhancing God's characteristics yeah, and His love. But I do think it's good to think about some of the things you're saying. Oh, yeah, of we definitely saying, should. Which I don't always do. I, I just sing it without thinking. So with that, with that in mind, then why don't we do this? Do
0: you want to? Um, I, I found this article. It's titled. Uh, 10 Awkward Lines from Worship Songs. You want to go through them? Yes.
1: Yeah, so why don't we take a break and then we'll we'll come back with that. So uh, what's the title again? 10 Awkward Lines from Worship oh, Songs. There's probably a lot of them. So let's, let's get back in a second.
0: Because we're if you feel the Lord's giving you a truth. Because we
1: don't really know what heedless is. I, I no Headless, Headless made more sense to me. Headless means that you don't have a head. Yeah, but heedless means you don't have heed? He, 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 what he, is heed? Heedless. <laughs> what is heed? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, it's probably, you know what, they're probably we're meant to put seedless. It's seedless or heelless. Heelless. Like, like Achilles. Heelless love of God. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we're back. So we got uh, uh, our uh, this article here saying the top a top ten awkward lines from worship songs.
1: What is the article from? Let's give credit.
0: It is from worshipsetideas.com. Cool. <laughs> so you can check it out if you want. Um, so number ten is kicking off with some we've already talked about. So we're not going to dive too much into it. How He Loves, Sloppy Wet Kiss. Sloppy That's a wet number kiss. ten. Yeah, number ten there. So we we talk about that enough. Let's go to number nine. Number nine is I could sing of your
1: love forever. Remember that song. I could sing of your love That's right. forever. And next line is I could sing yeah. of your
0: love. Yeah.
1: Forever.
0: So the awkward line in in this song of I Could Sing of Your Love Forever is Oh, I feel like dancing. Is that a line from it? Yeah. It's just
1: oh Where's that I from? Feel like Dancing. Is, that's not in
0: it. It is. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Wait, but what part of the song? It says,
0: this line is only awkward because of the arrangement.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all at once. Not, not just like, <laughs> why?
0: All at once, a very gent, gently flowing song slows down to almost nothing. Then we make the singer say, they feel like dancing. Slightly
1: awkward. Do you see it? Hey, did you pull the lyrics up? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I feel like dancing. It's foolishness, I know. But when the that's world has seen the light, they will dance with joy like we're dancing <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. That's now. Right. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel like dancing.
1: <laughs> that's really funny. You know what I've never said in my life? I feel like dancing. Oh, I feel like dancing. <laughs> never. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I've, I've said, fine, I will dance. I've never said, oh, I feel like dancing. That's fair. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we we're not big dancers here. <laughs> um, anyway, all right, so number number eight. This song that I don't, I don't know. Hungry? Did you know this song? Hungry by Katherine Scott? No. Nope. I don't know it either. But uh, the, the awkward line is, I'm falling on my knees. Why, why is that awkward? Uh, it says, this is such a powerful and emotional line and a wonderful song. Unfortunately, very few, if any of us, are actually falling on our knees. It feels like going in for a first kiss and getting rejected. Nah, I'm good. I'll stay on my feet. I appreciate the sentiment, though stupid that's stupid i agree Um so
1: yeah i they know, know what it is they probably got to get to 10 So yeah. okay what was yeah, that? Uh, yeah we got we eight good ones
0: all right number seven how about the song dance in the river you know that song nope uh well the 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 awkward line is we're gonna dance in the river <laughs> <laughs> yeah really
1: anything that tells me to dance i don't really love <laughs> and it's just kind of uh, yeah and the one song that is not why are you gonna list. dance in the river I don't, Why is that a worship song? I don't know. What, don't, what river are they talking about? I, the Jordan. Jordan I don't know. remember not you get when you got baptized. They yeah. start dancing because you're so excited. I'm gonna dance.
0: But uh, yeah, I agree. Any song that like where there are motions to it, and we have a whole episode. But there are a lot of worship songs. Oh, well. I could talk about bad worship songs for a long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, the I'm free. Yeah. Right. I hate that song.
1: I, I, that's one of my least favorite songs by yep. far. Where uh, I don't like echoes. Echoes. I am free to run. Oh, I see. What you're I am free. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to run. echoes. Not a big fan of echoes. And again, I don't like when I'm told what to do. I don't like hand motions. Yeah, and uh, like I am free to run. What does that even mean? Yeah, like I can just I can run. Yeah, yeah. I'm free to dance. I am free to dance. I'm free to live for you. Yeah, I'm free to live for you. I am free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I guess that's free will. I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can put a lot of. You're free to do a lot of things. I'm yeah, free yeah, to yeah. eat. The whole, I am free to poop. Like you can say anything. <laughs> the whole point with that is that
0: we aren't chained down anymore. God has broken all of our chains so that we so have you freedom. So can run. We have freedom. Uh, but that's not even the song we're talking about right now. We're talking about dancing the river. Because we're going to dance in the river. I promise you I will not be dancing in the yeah, river. Yeah. All right, number six, In the Secret. You know that the song? Secret, it's a, in the quiet
1: in the, place. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: The, the awkward line is, I want to touch you. I want to see <laughs> your face. I want to know you more. Okay. It's just kind of awkward. So this already feels somewhat like something you'd say to your t- to your significant other. Yeah. Then Sonic Flood turned it into a third-eyed, bl- third-eyed blind song <laughs> and sealed its fate.
1: <laughs> it's one of those songs that could either be about Jesus or your girlfriend. So like, have you ever watched South Park Cartman? Yeah. At one point, he becomes a Christian famous mm-hmm. singer. He just takes... Popular love songs that puts Jesus in it. Instead of baby, Instead he, of says baby Jesus, he says Instead yeah. of baby, says Jesus. And like, man, it sounds like you're like, you really love Jesus. Like, yeah, I do. He's like, no, it sounds like you're, like, you're in love with yeah, Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. All right, so number five, God of Wonders. God now, this of wonders goes back to our youth group days. Beyond our Majesty. Beyond our Galaxy. I think they say Majesty too in a different.
0: God Pardon? of Wonders, you are my majesty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was Galaxy, the first line. I don't know. Maybe I, beyond, maybe I was beyond. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was singing the galaxy. second part then. Maybe,
1: yeah, now you're getting me like second guessing. God of Wonders, beyond our galaxy, uh-huh. you are holy, art, the universe declares your majesty. Yes, yeah, there,
0: there it is. You are holy, uh-huh. you are so anyways, holy. So, the, anyway, the awkward line is. Lord
1: of Heaven.
0: I remember playing that song so many times. We were playing the worship team. Uh, all right. So the the awkward line is, when I stumble in the darkness, I will call your name by night, which is a nice sentiment. But what the the awkward part about this line is. Uh, when you stumble in the darkness, they're saying it's because you stub your toe or
1: something. Yeah, you normally go, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're calling it for a different reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like when, I, when, I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I stub my toe in the darkness, I will call your name by name. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why is it that when you stub your toe, it is the worst thing yeah, ever? It so bad. And Brooklyn did the other day. Yeah. And she, she just like, fuck me! <laughs> I mean, especially when it's like your pinky toe oh i i um i always am f- scared that like i'm gonna look down and
1: it's just broken it's yeah just i've done sideways. that before i know you haven't it was gross <laughs> and i just popped that sucker bag in oh, um, oh yeah it was pointed the side. gosh almost every night when i i change noah i uh, i do something <laughs> i hit the side of the bed because i'm half asleep like yeah. oh <laughs> lord have mercy <laughs> jesse from full house yeah
0: <laughs> uh, all right so number four here is our king. Here is our king. Oh, here's what a terrible our, song. I have not here's thought that song. Here is our long God past. thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, all right. I got. I think the only song, the only words actually said right there was just here is our king. <laughs> so the line is, and what was said to the rose that makes it that makes it unfold is said to me here in my chest.
1: Say that line again. <laughs> I didn't know that line was <laughs> in there. I've sang this song so many times. <laughs>
0: And what was said to the rose to make it unfold was said said to to me me here in in my chest. chest. So I think it's saying to my heart, like... Well, you know, if, I guess, I don't so know.
1: So what was said to the rose to make unfold is what gave birth to it, as in yeah. God created what, what everything. What was said
0: to, what Jesus said to the flower, you know, created the flowers, and created the earth, and created the world, this word spoken to make the flower unfold,
1: is It was also, also said, here in my chest, so be quiet now and rest. Yeah. The ocean is growing, the tide is coming in. Here it is. Here's here is our, our king. king. Here is <laughs>
0: our <laughs> Yeah, so it's just kind of a weird thing. It's like a... Awkward concept
1: of Yeah, whenever you see Speaking hear, to my chest. Yeah, whenever you hear it just basically it's they're saying lyrics it's like you hear it go,
0: huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> when that you think space. about it, it's like hmm,
1: that's kind of a weird <laughs> weird thing to yeah. say. Yep. Like I've never like whatever whenever we sing, I've never thought about God's speaking to me the same way that a rose unfolds. Yeah. And because of God's
0: trampled on the ground <laughs> like a rose on. Anyways, um, yeah, so that, that any, t- any time where... That's David Crowder, by the way. Or yeah, is. He, he made money off it. Honestly, I am not a David Crowder <laughs> fan. Neither am I. Not at all. But that, that's a whole other thing we could talk about. Not not theologically. I just don't like his version of any song. Yeah, most times. Yeah, you feel like him, fine. Yeah, um, but uh, the... Anytime that we sing, a I'd have him on the podcast. Oh yeah, and I, and I would act like I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, anytime that we sing a song that was written in the modern, modern, you know, in the last 10, 20 years, or whatever, and you have to like you read, you you sing a line, and you're like, that is nothing like we talk. That that yeah. sounds nothing like we talk yeah, yeah, whatsoever, yeah. and it gives you pause. It's yeah. just weird. It's yeah. Like I would, I just don't speak like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't speak so good anyways. No. Yeah, but. Yeah, I speak heat heedless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I think I've used, if yeah, used yeah, it. Yeah, possibly <laughs> <laughs> But uh all right, so number three, Revelation song
1: by yeah. Jenny
0: Lee Riddle. That's a pretty good song. Yeah, and uh the there's this one line in there that's kind of awkward. Clothed in rainbows of
1: living color. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that? <laughs> Clothed in rainbows. Of living color I guess it does Yeah Flash of lightning, lightning Rolls of thunder, thunder. Then if you're really
0: to your <laughs> 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 Did it bless it, the Oh a yeah. Strength it and Glory and power, and power be, be To you the only one. White king, king Yeah
1: Good song yeah, yeah, that, that uh, rainbow living color kind of sounds a little weird.
0: Uh, it does sound a little weird. It says, I realize this is loosely based off uh, off a verse in Revelation, but it's a very it can't weird be like, image. It can't be Joseph and the technical Technicolor color dream coat. Yeah, not entirely sure. That's what John saw in his vision, is what this article says. <laughs> you know, Clothed in rainbows of living color. <laughs> and in an, and an hour. Day and age, yeah, it, it kind of makes just you think of like a, yeah, it's like, of like a, a pride parade, yeah, right, that's what it makes you think of. And, which, and I realize that that is it, this is based loosely off of, off of the, this verse in Revelation, but in our world and our culture today, when you see that, if you were to sit, take that particular verse and just show it to anybody and say, What is this talking about?
1: yeah. They that's would probably you know, say,
0: yeah. "Oh, gay pride parade." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably what you're talking about. Right? And this,
1: and this song was written like re- recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, it wasn't. It
0: wasn't that long ago.
1: So that's it. Just weird. I never saw that lyric. Yeah, Clothed man. I'm rainbows. starting to really realize I don't look at lyrics. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. How about this song? Worthy as a Lamb. Maybe worthy one of my lamb. least worthy favorite a, worship songs. Worthy is a one who there. has overcome the grave. I let the people dance. I let the people sing, <laughs> Worthy, worthy is, is a mighty. mighty and then the key change, Worthy is a Lamb. Okay. Yep. Um. So the, the line in this song is, the darling of heaven mm-hmm. crucified.
1: That's right. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just calling it the calling it's not, it it darling. It's not that weird to me. Well, when you think of, okay, who do you call Darling. Well, first yeah. off, no one. We don't that, call. Anyone. Yeah, um, maybe like in the I don't know. If the 50s. anything, if any, if I were to call anyone today, darling, it would be my wife. Right, right. Who I'm in love with. But this is and like a word that of,
0: that like our grandparents would use. Yeah. Um, so what it's uh, and they would even, but they they would even use it towards us, like grandkids. You know, I, I could see a grandparent saying to their kid, "Darling," calling them a darling. Yeah, I wouldn't, but I, you know, it's not out of the
1: use, out, out of the darling. Use as an affectionate form of. Of address to a beloved person, synonyms: dear, dearest, yeah. love, honey, lover, uh, yeah. sweetheart, sweet, yeah. heedlessness. <laughs> <beloved>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 All right. So well, the what it says here. What makes this line so awkward is that it's obviously that not the original line. The word "lord" makes much more sense than "darling," and it even fits in with the syllable count. I appreciate the avoidance of cliche. But this line grabs me by my neck and shakes me out of
1: the song so quickly. Yeah. Because now all I'm going to think about is lover. Yeah. Now that I looked up the synonyms of it, that's one of the synonyms, lover. I right. Yeah, that's pretty good. And fair. I don't
0: refer to Jesus as lover. All right. And number one in this article, uh, the top 10 awkward lines from worship songs, is comes from Your Love is Extravagant by Daryl Evans. What the heck is that song? I don't really know this song that well, but this the line... <laughs> Can we can we play it? Um, Do do you want me to read the? I think I should read the line first. Okay, and then we can play a clip from it. All right, the line is is this your friendship? mm, Intimate. (laughs) That was not. Yes, it (laughs) is. No, it's not. not. It is. It goes "Mm -hmm." your friendship. Talk about who? Jesus? I guess the Lord. uh, I have the
1: pull it up. I have the song right here. Do you want to
0: hear it? Let me turn this up. Make sure. So this is thirty seconds into this song. By Daryl Evans. That actually, I don't know the song. I've not really heard the song. But, oh, but his number one song on Spotify is "Trading My Sorrows." Oh, I'm trading my, my sorrows. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. And what yeah, you do with that yeah. is you give a thumbs, thumbs up, up, yes, and then you turn your L. hand to an L, yes, yes Lord, uh, <laughs> yes, thumb up, Lord, L, thumb yes, up, yes, thumb yes, up, Lord. L. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, um, so this song, you're like going right into "Oh Happy Day." Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh. Happy day de- You washed my sin. Wax on, wax <laughs> on um, Alright, so Your Love is Extravagant by Daryl Evans
1: Alright, play it. Your friendship There it is, friendship mm-hmm. Oh, he does Oh, weird Do it
0: again Rewind oh, it hold on, hold on, hold on Let me rewind it here Rewind Let it Let me rewind it
1: He does th- Your friendship
0: Like, when I first read that line, to me, it was like a... Mm. Yeah. And and it's I mean, more so he's going with the song. Yeah. And, and so singers do those sort of things all the time where but, you make <laughs> random noises.
1: But when you just take the line out, it's kind of it's and, pretty funny. And especially because the next line is intimate. Yeah, yeah. So that's the sound intimate. you're making when you're trying to be intimate. <laughs> and so maybe if you're doing a lyric, may, wait, keep that... Keep that... Mm, yeah. Until later. And then the last thing on this
0: article is a bonus. Oh, yeah, a bonus. Uh, yeah, awkward <laughs> lines <laughs> <to worship> <laughs>
1: Bonus!
0: <laughs> <laughs> the bonus is any song with La La's in it. Oh, <laughs>
1: that's not even worse songs than me. I hate La La's in yeah. any song. It's so
0: lazy.
1: <laughs> it's so lazy to me. It's lazy songwriting to me. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I'd rather you... Talk about intimate and just give a little hum before it then. <laughs> Say lost I hate las. Yeah, yeah. You know what I've learned from from this
0: episode today? Is there are a lot of really awkward and weird worship songs out there.
1: Yep. But you know what's not one of them to me? What? Reckless Love. I like that one. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think it's so awkward. far. Hey, I'll let the I'll let everyone know when I'm sick of it, though. Yeah, it just came out in January. Yeah, so, so we, I will be sick of
0: it at some point. We got to give it like, really, we got to revisit the song in 10 years
1: and see, see how it's held up. Because you know people... Some churches at that point we have just discovered it. <laughs> <laughs> so playing <I'm> <laughs> it. <laughs> but, oh, this is a new song. Yeah, yeah. with an electric drum set. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Um, and sorry if you go to a church that does that. It's just <laughs> easy to make fun of you. That's all. You're not wrong. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyways. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that um, we... Gave you some good insight on Reckless Love. I hope at Sunday this oh, at Sunday at church on Sunday mm-hmm. they play it and then yeah. you think about us. Oh, that's, that's what worship music should be about. <laughs> thinking about us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but when you are at church on Sunday or in the in the in the coming weeks or whatever, um, listen to the lines, listen to the lyrics that that you're actually saying, and think about what they actually mean, and see, and if there isn't one that it seems awkward to you. Let us know about it because yeah. we may we may have missed it. And um, you know why? Because no. the listeners, your friendship, mm,
1: <laughs> intimate. That's such a bad way to end. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review to support the podcast